clouds crimson and sending long purple shadows eastward. The water was still flowing beneath us, and Helen said her arms were getting tired. She was only seven and was afraid she couldn't hold on much longer. Buster, who was nine, was perched up in the big fork of the tree. I was ten, the oldest, and I took charge, telling Buster to trade places with Helen so she could sit upright without having to cling too hard. A little while later, it got dark, but a bright moon came out, and we could see just fine. From time to time, we all switched places, so no one's arms would wear out. The bark was chafing my thighs, and Helen's too, and when we needed to pee, we had to just wet ourselves. About halfway through the night, Helen's voice started getting weak. I can't hold on any longer, she said. Yes, you can, I told her. You can because you have to. We were going to make it, I told them. I knew we would make it because I could see it in my mind. I could see us walking up the hill to the house tomorrow morning, and I could see Mom and Dad running out. It would happen, but it was up to us to make it happen. To keep Helen and Buster from drifting off to sleep and falling out of the cottonwood, I grilled them on their multiplication tables. When we'd run through those, I went on to the presidents and state capitals, then word definitions, word rhymes, and whatever else I could come up with, snapping at them if their voices faltered. And that was how I kept Helen and Buster awake through the night. By first light, you could see that the water still covered the ground. In most places, a flash flood drained away after a couple of hours. But the pasture was in bottomland near the river, and sometimes the water remained for days. But it had stopped moving and had begun seeping down through the sinkholes and mudflats. We made it, I said. I figured it would be safe to wade through the water, so we scrambled out of the cottonwood tree. We were so stiff from holding on all night that our joints could scarcely move, and the mud kept sucking at our shoes. But we got to dry land as the sun was coming up, and climbed the hill to the house, just the way I'd seen it. Dad was on the porch, pacing back and forth in that uneven stride he had on account of his gimp leg. When he saw us, he let out a yelp of delight and started hobbling down the steps towards us. Mom came running out of the house. She sank to her knees, clasped her hands in front of her, and started praying up to the heavens thanking the Lord for delivering her children from the flood. It was she who had saved us, she declared, by staying up all night praying. You get down on your knees and thank your guardian angel, she said, and you thank me too. Helen and Buster got down and started praying with Mom, but I just stood there looking at them. The way I saw it, I was the one who'd saved us all, not Mom and not some guardian angel. No one was up in that cottonwood tree except the three of us. Dad came alongside me and put his arm around my shoulders. There weren't no guardian angel, Dad, I said. I started explaining how I'd gotten us to the cottonwood tree in time, figuring out how to switch places when our arms got tired, and keeping Buster and Helen awake through the long night by quizzing them. Dad squeezed my shoulder. Well, darling, he said, Maybe the angel was you.
We had a homestead on Salt Draw, which flowed into the Pecos River in the rolling gritty grassland of West Texas. The sky was high and pale, the land low and washed out, gray in every color of sand. Sometimes the wind blew for days on end, but sometimes it was so still you could hear the dog barking on the Dingler Ranch two miles upriver, and when a wagon came down the road, the dust it trailed hung in the air for a long time before drifting back to the ground. When you looked out across the land, most everything you could see, the horizon, the river, the fence lines, the gullies, the scrub cedar, was spread out and flat, and the people, cattle, horses, lizards, and water all moved slowly, conserving themselves. It was hard country. The ground was like rock, save for when a flood turned everything to mud. The animals were bony.